Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice. Hey, and welcome to another edition of Great News with Kevin Ryder and Mike Catherwood. Hello, everyone. It's great to be here. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we bring you only great positive stories that make you believe in humanity again. Because you should. Humanity is actually very good and very positive. Unfortunately, um, it doesn't sell. Right. So, which is a great business model for us. But um, <laughs> you, you, I think you guys all, and Kevin and I as well, needed to be reminded that actually the overwhelming majority of people are very good and very caring. And inside, we all want to help other people. Unfortunately, that's not what we get to see on a day-to-day -day basis. Correct. <clears throat> Here's an intro done by Glenn Danzig. <clears throat> all right. Intro. The show's about to begin, bro. Yeah! Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Cause Kevin and Mike here to give you great news. Ah. There was a Thank tiny you. bit of Scarface in there. A <laughs> tiny bit of Scarface. Scarface the rapper or Scarface the, the, the movie? movie? Yeah. Yeah! Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do that next. Next episode... Tony Montana intro. All right. Uh, the first story that we have today is Joseph Valadez, who He's is from good. Long Beach. He's good. Right? He's a man who spent half of his adult life in prison. Jesus. How old is this fellow? Do you know? I don't, but he spent 30 years in prison. Wow. So he's got to be early 60s, maybe. Wow, mid -60s. wow, wow. And he just graduated from Cal State Long Beach. How about that? The talk about turning your life around. I, I wonder. Look man, at him. Look at that guy. What an amazing accomplishment. That's He's an really, amazing guy. Yeah, that's a that's a beautiful, beautiful story that I think can motivate all of us. I also think, and this is wild speculation, but I'm I'm drawing from my own life. I I I always thought of myself as someone who would prefer to watch Netflix with my wife as opposed to go out and right. and and go. Certainly, I didn't like crowds, and I didn't like the idea of really um busy places then the lockdown happened and i realized i would give anything yeah. to go to a crowded um a crowded concert or amusement park and go out and see my friends and i genuinely wonder if the 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 lion's share of us take for granted things like you know going and getting our college degree if we don't have it or i'm or, sure we do and and we're this almost guy, annoyed by the fact that we have to and this guy spent 30 years without that opportunity, with everything taken away from him. So maybe he just got a better perspective on stuff. The only sad part about this story is that his mom was not alive to see it. But yeah. watch this video. It's amazing. We want to tell you about Joseph Valadez, who recently graduated from Cal State Long Beach. Now, graduating is an impressive accomplishment for anyone. What makes this even more remarkable is that he spent half his adult life in prison. Our Leo Stallworth has the story. My mom's been gone for 14 years, and, and, Joseph Valdez wishing his mother Anita Valdez could have seen him recently graduate college at age 62. For years, Anita horrified watching her son spiral into drug addiction, gang violence, prison, and homelessness. Yet he says despite all that, his mother tried to inspire him. This tweet of Joseph holding his degree in sociology from Cal State University Long Beach going viral. She always told me that I could beat. So 
Joseph sobbing with pride, knowing he's honoring his mother's belief in him getting a degree. She said I was smart. Yeah. She never gave up hope on me. Joseph's triumph is a true story of redemption. At age 11, he became strung out on drugs, spending more than 30 years of his life behind bars. On the brink of death in his 50s, he had an awakening. I got tired of sticky needles in my arms. Uh, I got tired of, of waking up sick. I got tired of wondering who in the hell I'm going to go beg, borrow, and steal to get a fix. Joseph deciding to get clean. That's a Salvation Army Adult Rehabilitation of Anaheim. Honoring his mother enrolling in college, struggling through six years of grueling coursework, finally earning a degree. If my story could motivate somebody, so be it. Joseph is hoping a drug addict will watch his story on Eyewitness News and take to heart these words of wisdom given to him. Joseph, the amount of energy you put into using drugs is the same amount of energy you put in all aspects of your life and, and your schoolwork. And wow. you know what? They weren't lying. Joseph has applied to graduate school at Cal State University, Long Beach. If accepted, he's hoping to earn a master's degree in social work. Airful. Hey, Rudy. What's up, dog? I, um, I'm sorry. I, uh, I was so touched by that, that story. Uh-huh. And I want to say, honestly, no jokes here. Joseph, man, you, you inspire all of us. And we, we, we are all better people for just hearing your story. And I'm really sorry your mom couldn't see, see you in this world but believe me wherever she is she's proud of you and um, i was so touched by that because it, rem it reminds me a little bit of my life story um you is know i i spent 11 years you did in prison oh i didn't know that i've known you a long time i didn't know that when i got out it really meant it really meant something to me to get my my degree from from marinello beauty school from what? Marinello Beauty School. Okay. So I had to continue because that was always my thing. And, uh, you know, in, in 2011, I I got my degree. And uh, all over the Southwest, I'm known as... I'm known as one of the most well-respected hairdressers for pubic hair. I didn't know that was a thing. I have helped people m manicure their pito and their panocha right. many times. Even sometimes, you know, with like uh, Italian ladies or Armenian people, I will do the butt, the butthole. Because there <laughs> I didn't is, know what butt means. You know, there's like a hawk. <laughs> of some sort, mira, like mohawk <laughs> right. in, the, in the culo. And all I have to say is, don't be afraid to use hair conditioner for your head. Okay. Here. Okay. Here. Here. Can go here. Gotcha. And I just want to say that. So much love to everybody. Hey, you know Texas toast? It's like thicker. Yeah. It's dope, right? Yes. All right, Doug. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Some very meaningful words from, from him today. Very excited about that. Hey, Mike. Rudy was just here. That's amazing. Yeah. I have another amazing story for you. This is not as inspirational. Just makes you feel good. Okay. Because someone got their comeuppance. Uh, unfortunately, because of the pandemic and the lockdown, crime has gone up, especially like um, robberies. People are desperate. Well, 
someone tried to commit robbery, and another Good Samaritan stepped in. Nice. And regulated. Check it out. I was outside smoking a cigarette, you know, and I seen something that didn't seem right to me. You know? Jesse Moore was waiting for a cab outside his neighborhood CVS near Arcade and Maryland Avenue in St. Paul. I seen a man come in the store. I asked him for a lighter. He ignored me, you know, so, and he had a mask on. Moore did not know the man with the mask was Simon Hansen. Minutes before he walked into the CVS, investigators say he tried to rob the corner gas station down the block. Moore watched through the window as Hanson pulled a knife and demanded money from the clerk. I was standing right here. I was outside looking in, you know? So I took it upon myself to go back in the store. Because the lady, you know what I'm saying, she was behind the counter. She just got to give him everything. Moore says Hanson was preoccupied and didn't answer him when he asked... Pause, what pause, he pause. Look at that. That's what happened. That's a guy standing on a counter. So this dude, he, he's, he's like, I, I sense there's something wrong with this fella. I'm outside smoking a cigarette. He sees him walk behind the counter and, and motion like he's robbing. So he jumped, ran in, jumped on the counter, and head kicked him. Oh, this is the guy that saved him. Yeah, that. The, I the, thought the this boot, was the guy that was robbing. The boot to the face? The boot to the is face. Is the fella talking. That's our man. Yeah. Wow. Okay, continue. What's doing? He's talking to the, the cash, the drawer, the money drawer, like, I need all the money. Where is it at? Where is it at? Where is the money? He counted. And as he realized that she's not finna do nothing no more, I jumped on the counter. And when I jumped on the counter, he's still not even knowing I'm on the counter. When he was finna leave out the door, that's the picture you got. I kicked him in his face. And I, kicked him. <laughs> I kicked him in his face. Boom! <laughs> he lost his phone. There was a struggle. Moore says he slammed Hanson around and tried to restrain him until police arrived. So I ended up just letting him go. But I ended up taking all the money from him, you know? And before he can leave, just know that mask came off. Still wearing the boots that stopped the robbery, Moore says he would do it again to protect the woman he loves and the people at his neighborhood store. That's what I'm talking about look at that dude jumps up on a counter head kick yep and he's like yeah do it again and uh, <laughs> unfortunately like it got a little too too chaotic and i i believe the the man who was committing the robbery was armed so he he had to let him go but got the money back handed it to the register to the lady behind the register kaboom thank you how about that guy that's what i'm talking about uh, my story is uh, next story is about an nhl uh, star's mom who donates her kidney to an arena manager. Whoa. Okay. Yes. There's a lot that leads up to this. Um, there are grown men that are playing hockey now. One of them plays for St. Louis Blues. Okay. But when they were kids, they would always call the arena manager and say, dude, can we skate before school? Do you mind if we, if, could you keep it open later in the day? And he would always do that. That's what I'm talking about. He sort of thought it was, that was his role, was to let kids be in there, let them skate, keep them out of trouble sure. and let them work on whatever they wanted to work on. So the guy who helped her sons um, and the other kids get extra uh, ice time, his name was uh, O'Reilly. He basically needed... I like his auto parts story. <laughs> he basically needed a kidney replacement. Oh, man. And the mom said, you know what? I appreciate what you did for my kids, giving them a chance to skate before school and after school and become NHL players. And you need a kidney. I'm going to donate it to you. Stop a moment. Look at that. Stop a moment and think about what is being asked of yes. this lady. Oh, it wasn't even being asked of her. She just sort of volunteered. Okay, she volunteers to have other humans yes. put her to sleep. Yes. Open up her body. Right. Like this, take an organ 
remove it, walk across the room, open up another person's body, right. and go, here you go. Yes. That's insane. That's crazy. Yes. She's saying what you've done for my boys, helping them achieve their goal of playing professional hockey, is for this is the least I can do. Come on. And uh, they're, both, they're both happy and healthy now? What's that? They're both happy and healthy now? Oh, they both died. But I mean, it was a, <laughs> it was a cool story while it happened. <laughs> That's no, they're, yeah, story. they're both good. That's awesome. Amazing. <laughs> um, I just want to take a quick, quick, I want to dive into a quick tangent real quick. A very, very, very quick Okay. Thing. Kevin looks at Mike's phone. Nope. <laughs> Kevin, Do you have another version of that where Kevin doesn't look at Mike's phone? No. Okay. <laughs> well, I can work on that. Um, Kevin... Nope. In the business, we call this a nope. double header. Okay. In the business, we call this. A double Is it a business? Oh. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, this man. This is supposed to be great news. This is never great news. I, I hear groans from the peanut gallery. Too. You should. Can you see it? You know oh, what? No. You can block this out. So go ahead. No. <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> That's a double header. That's nasty as hell is what that is. <laughs> that has no place in great news. Kevin, do you ever send accidental texts? You know the answer to that all the time. Yes. All the um, time. Everyone has received and probably sent accidental texts. Yes. Um, a lot of mine make no sense, it turns out. Yeah. Oh, one individual we used to work with at, yes. at uh, KROQ, mm-hmm. a, someone in sales. I, I don't want to narrow it down at okay. all, but uh, very nice person, and, yeah. I, and I, I got along with he or she very well. Right. One day, I'm sitting on my couch, and I get a text from this person, and it's like, you made me come so fucking hard last night. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't believe how thick and fa- I mean, like, really vulgar, like, extreme. And I'm it like, didn't end Kevin, did it? No. Okay, good. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. No. And, uh, uh, I, I'm like, what the, f-? before I could even like process, he or she writes, I am so embarrassed and so sorry. That's awesome. Apparently there was someone else in he or she's phone that is named Mike. That's and, awesome. Yeah. So That's the most embarrassing text it was, ever. And it was, I was always like, dude, oh, good for you. I, I, I'm not, you're, you picked the right person to send the accident. Right. Sure. But uh, she or he was not. Very happy. Anyway, (laughs) this is an accidental text story that just uncovered this amazing, beautiful core of kindness and human compassion. Check this out. When 17-year-old high school senior Jamal Hinton got a text telling him Thanksgiving dinner was at three this year. Wow, it's either the wrong number or my grandma learned how to use her phone. So Jamal asked for a picture and got a selfie of Wanda Dench. Somebody's grandma, just not his. He texted me back with his picture and said, you ain't my grandma, (laughs) but can I still have a plate? That's where you might expect the story to end. But like a true grandma. I said, sure you can. I said, um. Hold up, hold up, hold up. But, but send a dick pic. Right. right. Is that what she says? Exactly. Is that where this goes? Especially that young strapping fella. Okay. It's like, let me see the, let me see okay. the trousers. Let me see the goods. Buddy. Yeah. I got to see the sausage before you get the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Continue. The grandmas do. The two met last night and Jamal's whole family is now going to Wanda's for Thanksgiving. You know, I've got to figure out how, how big a turkey I need for 20 people. 
Their text touched a nerve. I'm at 392,000 likes, 186,000 retweets, and 1.7 million views. We've noticed that people are seeking these feel-good, um, you know, uplifting, heartwarming, humanizing stories. Yeah, Tanya, How hold on. You're goddamn right, okay? Don't step on our toes here. That's why people we do this. People are seeking the feel-good, positive stories. Back up, BuzzFeed, okay? We already got it taken care of. Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead. Do people rally around stories like this? Oh, you see, like, tons and tons. Yes. So Earlier this year, a couple mistakenly sent a group text to strangers about their new baby boy. The recipients they had never met brought gifts to the hospital. And who could forget Sad Papa, who hosted a barbecue for hundreds after his grandkids didn't show up for homemade burgers. Oh. For new friends Jamal and Wanda this year, there is a lot to be thankful for. I feel like everybody sees this joy that two people, two strangers can actually connect. Leaving the rest of us thankful for the smile. Kristen Dahlgren, NBC News, New York. What happened to Sad Papa? Sad Papa? No one put out into the into the ethos that his grandchildren weren't able to show up for the homemade burgers. Right. So like two hundred people, random strangers, like we'll hang out with you, sad papa, making some burgers. See, here's the thing: we all guilty of it as much as anyone. You you get the blinders on, you get the tunnel vision about like what do I have to do in my life, my things, my, everything that I'm worrying about. Oh, I can't get, believe it's Thanksgiving and I have to get together with right a lot. All of a sudden, something smacks you out of nowhere and pulls your head up, and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm a part of this amazing world of people with all their own concerns and struggles. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll go hang out with you, random stranger. Okay, bring your entire family. Now, random strangers, cooking Thanksgiving dinner for 20 people that she's never met before. And these people accidentally send out group texts to people that, that don't know them. Every about text new was baby. accidental? Their oh, new the new baby. Oh, new I got baby. you. All accidental. Completely. They sent it to, you know, a dozen people that weren't the people they intended to send it to. Random strangers are like, uh, hey, I don't know you, but congratulations. I'll, I'll bring you a, a, a binky. And people came to the hospital. This is a, this is what humanity's all about. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> That's reality guns, bitch. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think you're going to love this next story. It's out of Temecula, California. Um, I think his name is Josus. J U J U S U S J U S U E. Joe. His name J is Joe. J U S? Josu. J U S. J U S. U E? I believe. Unless I typed it wrong. Just I'm going to say Jesu. Okay. Okay, go ahead. He joined the Marine Corps at 17 because he was raised by a single mother. Okay. And the Marine Corps basically filled in for his dad, gave him discipline and amazing. made him something of himself. Check out this video. Forrest. Nope. What? It <laughs> it's not Forrest Gump. I never thanked you for I mean, it saving is, my life. It is the Gary Sinise Foundation. But Gary Sinise is a good dude. Yeah. Gary Sinise is a good dude. But this isn't, this isn't the uh, club. The other day on your radio show with Sluggo on KLOS. The dude just fell in the water. He didn't fall, he jumped. Yeah. It's not the clip though, I mean really. The other I, day. Yes. Yeah, we could give, okay, we get the joke. <laughs> the other day on your radio show you yes. did 
movies that everybody loves that you hate? Yes. I would put that one there. Really? That movie's not as good as people make it. It's, fuck that movie. Tom Hanks, amazing. Uh, Robin Wright is a Hold beautiful up. actor. Do you think it's overrated or it's bad? Because that's a big, no. Okay, it's you're, a you're good right. movie. You're right. You're, right. you're right. It's not the expendable. It's not bad. Expendables, just, I love. Yeah, good point. Okay, <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's not uh, Human Centipede. It's not a bad movie. <laughs> right. But it is how I think it won an Oscar. I think it won okay. many. Suck my balls. That movie is not <laughs> okay. First off, Jenny, the worst person ever. She's pretty terrible. She fucks with. Forrest, all, all he ever does is come and try to help her. And say, and then at the very end, she's dying, and she goes, oh, by the way, this is your kid. Take care of him for me. I'm out. <laughs> after, after fucking decades of just being a total whore to, to Forrest. <laughs> Fuck you. All right. Um, let me see if I can get this back on track. This isn't about Forrest Gump <laughs> at all. <laughs> but it is about Gary Sinise. This is about the Gary Sinise Foundation okay. helping... A Marine from Temecula. Okay. All right, here we go. moment to highlight the Gary Sinise Foundation, which has done so much for Whoa, veterans over the years. Yeah, because of the foundation, a wounded vet in Temecula is getting a mortgage-free, specially adapted smart home for him and his family. Here's the story. I was raised by, you know, a single mom. I didn't have a dad, so the Marine Corps became my father. There was discipline, so I felt like it became that, that role model that I needed, you know, to become, you know, who I wanted to become. Uh, he served in Afghanistan. Um, unfortunately, when they were doing a morning patrol, the engineer that was with him stepped in an IED, and that's where he lost his left leg and left Ugh. eye. I knew exactly what I was getting myself into. I knew what I wanted, and one thing I, I didn't know was uh, I didn't expect to lose a limb. My wife became, you know, my main support system. My mom was there, so I had, I had, you know, two strong women, you know with me every step of the way. Walking on your prosthetic is pain daily. You're, out, you're, you're in constant pain and people, people will never see that. They just see somebody walking on a prosthetic. But when I come home, I wanna sit down in that wheelchair and just relax. I applied, I went through, the, through every step that I had to go through. And they start to go through a rigorous deep dive into their qualifications. This is incredible. They have three beautiful sons, uh, his wife, Debbie. And at some point, it makes it up to uh, Gary for his final approval. And I got that phone call from Gary Sinise himself that day telling me that we've gotten accepted. Our future, we're gonna be okay. <laughs> Living oh in, a, in a house where it's not accessible to you, you're challenged every single day, you know, to do the, the daily activities that, that normal people do, you know. We were able to dedicate a 100% specialty adapted mortgage-free home. Just being able to roll into the shower without jumping any obstacles, to be able to come home, have the whole house accessible to my wheelchair and, and me, definitely gonna change my life. A lovely family, so deserving, uh, you know, protecting our freedom, and this is, this is our way to say thank you. Wait a second, well, Gary, Mortgage free. For, I'd just like to say mortgage free. All kidding aside. All kidding aside. Um, Gary Sinise, seriously, that's amazing. The fact that a lot of celebrities do philanthropy, but the fact that you've, he has done so much with that foundation for American veterans that it, 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 it's astounding. And he deserves a lot of credit for that. Secondly, the fact that you personally called this young man. Right. I mean, that really says a lot. Third, did you really have to put use the picture of you playing your guitar for your fucking foundation head? I think that's all right. I'll give him that. 
He gave him a mortgage-free house. Yeah, to me. Yeah. And, I okay. mean, come on. He wants to pose with a guitar? Let him pose with a guitar. And what an achievement. This young man, very young guy, you could tell. He was probably, what, 30? Yeah. Had his leg blown off in Afghanistan. And, could, and I, left leg and left eye. And the way that he carried himself and the way that he's dealing with this, what a beautiful human, and we owe you a debt of, uh, a debt of gratitude that we can't ever repay. Having said Gary that. Gary Sinise, great work. But first and foremost, your wife was so hot. What an, I mean, what an achievement. Why are we applauding that? Did you see his wife? And you know what? Here's another thing. I was the shittiest guy on Dancing with the Stars ever. Yeah, right. Okay? By far. And I was just like this radio guy that nobody knew. And, and I started to get on TV. Okay? And I'm a back I'm Z-list celebrity. And girls would remove their vagina and just throw it at me because Wait, I was I'm sorry, on t- they would throw their vagina at you? Be- proverbially. Okay. Because I'm on TV now. And I, again, I'm not fucking Brian Cranston. I'm just a guy who barely gets exposure on television. Right. And all of a sudden, there's these girls who are just willingly like, here, here, have this. Stop that. <laughs> I'm willing to forego all that, ladies. <laughs> These guys yeah. throw that out there. Wait at a port when Marines <laughs> and other members of the, when, when men in the Army and sailors in the Navy, ever when they're coming back from serving, just wait there. And just have a like, sign that says, I'd like to say thanks. Like they're the Beatles in 1965. Just wait there. No panties prepared to give back. These men deserve, look at that. Look at me. And I'm a terrible human. <laughs> That's the worst picture. It's the best picture ever. <laughs> it's the best picture ever. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Yes. You've, put, you've, uh, you've selected some amazing stories. I have one final story. This right. is about Chico the and dog. The man. What? Chico and the man. Yes. This is about Chico, California. This is about Chico the dog. Chico the dog got out. He got out of his pen. Pen? Sure. Or, or his house or whatever. And Chico decided to do something about it. This is crazy. Check this out. Chico is a one-year-old husky and German shepherd mix. I got a thing for dogs that just look like wolves. You know, he looks like a wolf, I think. Time out. (laughs) We have, for many years, talked about how Dave the King of Mexico, our former employee, our friend, can't say the word wolf. No, he, he leaves the L out. He just says wolf. There's some weird Hispanic thing it's that w- I seem to, I, I, maybe it's my white side came in and, and allowed me to use the L in wolf. But I, we never were like, Dave, just say wolf. And you go, woof, woof. Uh, I like woof. He literally couldn't. This young man. <laughs> He's W-O-O-F. Same affliction. Yeah. Go ahead. Thing for dogs that just look like wolves. You know, he looks like a wolf, I think. <laughs> he does look like a wolf. But Chico is anything but wolf-like. We're going to have him at my dad's store, you know, to be a guard dog. But, you know, he's just too... Doesn't take stuff seriously. He loves to play fetch. Well, usually he just drops it and, you know, lets it roll around. No, he doesn't. No dogs just drop it. But one morning... <laughs> It was his owner, Edward, who'd have to fetch him. They posted that picture at 3.30 a.m. While Edward was asleep, Chico ran out the gate. started chewing it. Have you never taken him to the police station before? No. And that's exactly where he went. 
Chico blowing up social media that morning with photos of his furry self greeting employees at the Odessa Police Department. He has his paws on the counter. He's at the counter at a police station. The dog escaped, okay, got lost. It, all right, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> the dog escaped, got lost. It had never been to this police station. It just decided it's like, oh, gosh, I guess I'm lost. What should I do? I'm going to go to the police station. And it literally is standing on its hind legs at the police station like, hey, everybody, uh, need some help here. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> go it's ahead. Where it even caught the attention of Edward's nephew. He asked me, is that Chico? And I'm like, well, yeah. And I came outside and checked it, but he was here already. And that's exactly right. After Chico said his hellos to the department, it may have been his curfew calling because he ran out OPD's doors and headed back home. He does got the look of a German Shepherd and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of people were posting he probably wanted to join the squad or something like that. Were you trying out for the canine unit? Great question. He said yes. Yeah. So it was only fair we took him back to the scene of the crime where he could pay another visit to his friends. They say a dog is a man's best friend. For Chico, Edward is his. Come on, Chico, everybody. Who will always find his way. How's that story not over? <laughs> Stop it, Odessa, Texas. <laughs> oh, look at this cat. Look at this cat. Look at this cat. Oh! That is a badass cat. Looking at the drone. Later. Boom! Wow. Not That's in my house. Power. Look at that rotation. Ba-bam. Ba-bam. That's a pretty sweet cat. That is a pretty sweet but, cat. But uh, let's break this down. Dog gets out. It's like, oh, I'm lost. It goes I, to the I don't police. think it was lost because it knew where to go. Went to the police station. Though. Yeah. Did, it never been there. Yeah. Said hello. And he's like, oh, God. you know what? I remember where I live. Later. Just wanted to say hi. <laughs> I love that. It makes me so happy. <laughs> and that is uh, great news. If you like this show, please subscribe <clears throat> and click the little bell so you can get a notification every time we post one. <clears throat> okay. This is a Scarface, the movie. Sure. It's time for an outro. Okay. <clears throat> it's an outro. You know what I'm talking about, bro. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Kevin and Mike. They're here to give you great news. Fly, Pelican. Okay. <laughs> Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice.